I know that's hard to comprehend sometimes because we think about those that are on the street, those that are living in sin, and we think, boy, God don't love them as much. Friend, God loves everybody the same. If He did not, we would not be here tonight and we would not be saved tonight. I want you to know that God does not love anybody more than anybody else. He loved John as much as anybody else. He loved Judas as much as anybody else. God is a God of love. But here's the truth. Here's the difference. It's not that God loved him more, but could it be that it was John that loved Jesus more? Because while God loves everybody the same, not everybody loves God the same. While Jesus in His love for everybody is equal, not everybody loves Him the same. And as you go in this world, you're going to find a lot of people that does not love Jesus. And you're going to find, as you go into churches, you're going to find people that are not in love with Him as much as other people are. And you will find people that are just sold out and just in a love affair with Jesus Christ. And the truth is today that Jesus loves us all the same, but the reality of it is not all of us love Him as much as other people. Let me tell you something. The love that John had for Jesus was definitely above what we see the other disciples. And I want us to look in this text tonight, and I want us to see what set this man apart from everybody else. What set this man apart in his love for Jesus that that Jesus said six times that he was the one whom Jesus loved. And like I said, that was not talking about Jesus to John, but it was John to Jesus in his love for him. And may I tell you tonight that as God's people, we need to be in love with Jesus. We need to be in love with Jesus. Are you with me tonight? We need to be in love with Jesus. We need to be here tonight simply because we love Jesus. We love Him. Our our service, our passion, everything ought to be driven because the love that we have for Jesus. You say, well, why do I need to love Jesus? Because He loved me first. Friend, you didn't love Him first. He loved you first. And when we go to that love and we see His love, then we begin to love on Him. And as God's people, one of the greatest privileges that we get is that we get to love on Jesus. And we get to walk and live a life to be in love with Jesus Christ. I want you to notice this in John 13. The Bible said in verse 23, There was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of His disciples whom Jesus loved. You look in verse 25. He then lying on Jesus' breast saith unto Him, Lord, who is it? Number one, He sat where no one else was willing to see it. When you love Jesus above others, when you love Jesus to the... To the place where we are supposed to tonight as Christians, you will be willing to sit where nobody else is willing to sit. I want you to think about the other men at the table. The other men at the Passover here. There were some of these men, we know Judas was counting the silver in his mind, wasn't he? He was thinking about the riches that he was fixing to get. You think about Peter. He was thinking about the denial that was coming in his life. You think about the disciples in, in one place of the Gospel. The Bible said there at the Passover that they even argued over who was the best or who was the greatest in the kingdom of God. And here they are at the table with the Lord and He's instituting the Lord's Supper and He's given them this picture about what He's fixing to do for them and they begin to argue about who's the greatest. And who's first and who's last? 
But there's one man that is doing something different than anybody else, and it's John. He's not arguing. He's not counting the silver. He's simply laying on Jesus. He's simply resting upon the Lord. Friend, that's beautiful. When you love Him the way you're supposed to love Him, you will sit where nobody else is willing to sit. And I'm going to tell you, that the Bible said there's only one that laid on him like that, and it was John. Why? Because he loved him. Why do you hold your wife? Why do you hold your husband? Because you love him. <laughs> Why do we need to lay on Jesus tonight and rest on Him? Because we love Him. And there He is resting upon the Lord. This is a time of communion, a time of fellowship that He was having with Jesus. All these other disciples are arguing, and He's taking this time just for the sole purpose of communion and fellowship. Do you remember Mary and Martha? Remember Martha was so busy that when Jesus came to the house, she, she didn't even get to enjoy Him. But there was old Martha. She stopped, or excuse me, Mary. She stopped. And she got down at His feet and began to learn of Him. And she began to worship Him. Let me tell you something. As God's people, we need fellowship with Jesus. We need communion with Him. If you're married tonight, the only way your marriage is going to work out is if you fellowship with your spouse. That's right, I said it. you got to talk to one another. Hello? you got to commune with one another. you got to get together sometimes. And friend, how do you think we're going to work this out with the Lord? Friend, we got to get away from everybody, and sometimes we got to get alone with Jesus. And we got to commune with Him. Think about reading the Bible. Think about prayer. Think, why do we do these things? Because we love Him. Because we love Him. I get to open God's Word and I get to read about Jesus. You say, why in the world would anybody want to read the Bible? Because, friend, when you fall in love with Jesus, you want to learn more about Him. When you fall in love with Jesus, you want to talk to Him. Let me tell you, as God's people, we need to talk to Him tonight. And if you love Him, your prayer life is going to be strong. You see, this man was willing to sit where nobody else was willing to sit. He was willing to lay upon the breast of Christ. And notice this. He worshipped. Notice the worship. When you fellowship and you commune with the Lord, you're willing to worship Him at all costs. I'll tell you what, when you fall in love with Jesus, you'll want to worship Him every chance you get. You'll want to brag on Him every time. You'll want to sing every opportunity that you get. Every time the door opens, you'll want to exalt Him and lift Him up. Why? Simply because you're in love with Jesus. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I'm not here tonight because I have to. I'm here tonight because I get to. <laughs> Hello? I don't go to church because I have to go to church. I go to church because I'm in love with Jesus. And that's what should drive you tonight. Because if it's not, you won't be very faithful in worship. You won't be very faithful to Bible study and to prayer life. If you're doing it out of obligation, but if you're doing it out of love, you'll sit where no one else is willing to sit, and you'll commune and fellowship with the Savior. Let me tell you something, child of God, we need that tonight. We need the fellowship of the Savior. Look with me in John 19. If you're with me, say Amen. If you love Jesus, smile real big and pretty. There we go. Isn't He good? Man, He's been so good to us. I'll tell you, I don't know how, how people don't love Him. He has given everything for us. Friend, we owe Him everything tonight. 
We need to be and fall in love with Jesus. And when you do that, you'll be willing to sit where no one else sits, but you'll be willing to stand where nobody else stands. Notice here in John chapter 19, notice verse 25. This is the the story of the cross. This is Jesus on Calvary, the crucifixion. It says in verse 25, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus His mother and His mother's sister Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw His mother and the disciples standing by whom He loved. There He is again. There's John. Where's the other disciples? We don't see them. Where's the other men? Where's Peter? That cut the, cut the man's ear off. Where is he? We don't see him. But who do we find standing at the cross? John. Because when you fall in love with Jesus, you'll be willing to stand where nobody else is willing to stand. Let me tell you something. It was not easy for John to stand at that cross. Those people knew that he was a disciple. Those people knew he was a follower of Jesus. And all of the ridicule upon Jesus, all of the persecution, it also fell upon John too that day because he stood there at the cross when nobody else was willing to stand there. But when you fall in love with Jesus, you'll be willing to make sacrifices and make stands that nobody else is willing to make. And let me tell you something, as God's people, there's coming a day where we're really going to see who loves the Lord. Because there's coming a day when our government is really going to hammer down on us. And they're going to say, well, you can't preach this, and you can't preach that, and you can't say this, and you can't say that. By the way, they're doing it already. And we're going to see who really is in love with the Lord. Because it's not easy to stand at the cross. It's not easy to stand there when the crowds are yelling and the crowds are mad and the crowd is hollering, crucify Him. And there's John standing right beside Him. What motivated his stand? The love for Jesus Christ. You know what? Jesus is the Savior of the world and I don't apologize for that. Hello? (laughs) He's the Savior of the world. That's the complete Word of God. That's all I need tonight. Hello? I don't apologize for that. And a lot of people today, they get to the place where they don't want to stand. They don't want to stand on biblical marriage anymore. Friend, God created marriage. And I stand on it because I love God. And if you love God, you'll stand for what His Word says. Simply because you love Him. Because if you love Him, you don't want to disappoint Him. And you don't want to go against Him. Let me tell you, how are we going to stand in this whole world when it's not easy to stand? Our love for Jesus Christ. Nobody else stood there at the cross, but John stood there. He stood where no man else stood. Let me tell you something, men. Are you willing to stand where no other man is willing to stand? I'll tell you what, we need some daddies to stand up. This whole world needs some daddies to stand up. Can I get an amen there? We need some daddies and some parents to stand up. Why? How? Where's the motivation come? Our love for Jesus Christ. Our love for Jesus Christ. And when you fall in love with Him, you'll be willing to stand. You'll be willing to take your family to the church house. You'll be willing to lead them to the Bible and to prayer. Let me tell you something. When you love Jesus the way you're supposed to, you will stand in this world and you will be a light for the Lord. Well, what if they don't like me? Who cares what they think? Amen? Amen? We're on His side. 
I've read the back of the book and we win. Hello? I'm on the winning team. Listen, stand there. If you're in love with Him, stand there and He's going to take care of you tonight. He's going to take care of Notice what it said. When Jesus therefore saw His mother, disciple, standing by whom He loved, He saith unto His mother, woman, Behold thy son. Then He said to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour that disciple took her into his own home. Not only did He stand where no one else stood, but He served where no one else served. When you love Jesus the way you're supposed to, you'll sit there and you'll stand there when nobody else will, but you'll serve in places that nobody else serves. Let me tell you something. When you fall in love with the Lord and you devote your life to Him, He's going to put you in places and open doors for you to serve Him that maybe other people don't get the opportunity to serve. You say, well, that's not right. Well, why would He want to send his mom home with Peter. <laughs> Hello? Why would he? Who else would he send his mother home to? He trusted John. He said, take my mom. Could you imagine he got the honor to take the mother of the Savior home with him and take care of her? That's the only disciple that got that honor. Why? Because he loved the Lord and Jesus knew how much he loved him. Let me tell you something. Jesus knows how much you love him tonight. He knows how much you love him. And I'm going to tell you this. He served where nobody else served. To me, this is the greatest privilege that John got for being in love with Jesus. And I love this. And I'm going to be done. He loved the Lord. He dedicated his life to Him. The Lord went to the right hand of the Father. He's in heaven. But there came a day that He wanted to give us a revelation of things to come. Brother Jeff, He could have given it to any man. He could have given it to anybody, but who did He give it to? He gave it to John. Why did He give this to John? Because He knew how much John loved him. John missed him. John wanted to see him. So you know what he did? He said, I'll give him a vision. And he put him in that vision on the Isle of Patmos. And there was John, who hadn't got to see the Lord. And there he was in his glorified state. And the Bible said that John ran before him and he fell dead at his feet. <laughs> Ain't that awesome? And he gave him the greatest revelation that we have in our hands. The things to come. Why did he give it to him? Because John loved him. And because he loved him, he got to serve in places that nobody else got to serve. Let me tell you some special things happen when you love Jesus. You say, preacher, I'm not perfect. He's not asking us to be perfect. He's asking us to love Him and trust Him. He's the one that's perfect. I've, I've heard it my whole life. I'm not going to that church. That's a bunch of hypocrites up there. Well, if you find a church not full of hypocrites, you better get out of town. Amen? We're all full. <laughs> this whole place full of hypocrites. There's not but one that's perfect. And we're here to serve Him, the one who is perfect tonight. Okay? He's the one that we're trying to plan our life after. He's the one we're trying to follow tonight. It's all about Him and our love for Him. I want to ask you tonight, child of God, how much do you love Him? In your life, have you been showing and expressing your true love for Him? We talked about it in class tonight. How many times we serve God just out of pure obligation? Out of routine, out of tradition. We're just serving God. We're going to church just because it's the routine. Friend, that's dangerous. Don't do that. Serve Him because you love Him. 
Follow Him because you love Him. Do it because you love Him. You know why? You know why He died for you? Because He loved you. Everything He did for you was because He loved you. Love the Lord. He knows how much you love Him tonight. Would you go to Him tonight? Would you, if that love is not as strong as it needs to be, fall on your face before Him and say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I want to be in love with you. Let me tell you something. My wife, she loves me. Or she wouldn't be with me. She, she'd have given me up a long time ago. You know why I, that I'm with her? Because I love her. I love her. And we go through these trials and we go through these things and we stick it out together. You know why? Because we love each other. And let me tell you something. Our love for Jesus ought to be stronger. How much do you love Him tonight? Let's stand. Very quiet, very reverent. We're going to have a hymn of invitation. And maybe you're here tonight and you've never been saved. I want to invite you to be saved tonight. I want to invite you to trust in the Lord. Come down. Let me show you how to be saved. I can't save you, but I know a man who can tonight. Child of God, when's the last time you just fell on your face and just fellowshiped with Jesus? When's the last time you just came to the altar and poured your heart out? You know, I, I've only been here about two months, and I'm going to be honest, I don't see very many people at the altar. Well, to be at the altar all the time. we got burdens all over the place. And not even the burdens, friend. If you love the Lord, you ought to be willing to just pour your heart out the altar. When's the last time you just got out the altar and said, Lord, I love you. Lord, stir my love for you. Lord, rekindle that fire for you. If you have a decision, mate, let's do it. We'll pay it.